Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Does anybody have a sass in this room by any chance? Over here. Go. Are you two together, by the way? Or? Yeah. Perfect. Microphone clearing over here. So how long have you had a sass for? Uh, so the money transfers from BC earlier this year. And what does SAS stand for for the benefit of the room? Small self. Administered? Scheme. You got it? Yeah. Okay. So basically, uh, if you've got any pensions hanging around that are, well, that could be a certain type of pension that are funded. Yeah. You can transfer the funds into the SAS that's yep. attached and sponsored by a limited company. Yes. Um, and then you can use the money to invest, although there are governing bits to go with it, but you can use portions of it for okay. development, stuff like that. So a SAS is a benefit for pension purposes. You have different types of pensions. Uh, you can have a SIP, SAS, or other arrangement. A SAS gives you more flexibility, but for the benefit of everybody in the room here, I am not allowed to give you investment advice, so I'm just sharing with you how a SAS works. This is not advice or how you should do things, just like our friend over here is doing. Uh, so, so, so the massive plus is the money, if you have a pension, disappear okay. when you died or passed on, but it basically becomes a legacy that you can pass on to your dependent. Yep. And basically a SAS is what we is a trust. Yep. That's how it's formed. It's a trust and you have a bank account. And like our friend over here said, let's say you've been working somewhere, let's say you've been working for British Telecom for the last 15 years and you've got a pension with them uh, which is worth £300,000. You could, as long as it's possible, move that into your SAS. Okay? So you've got your SAS up here. Now with 400 grand. And as our friend over here said, you've, you've got to have a sponsoring company, okay, which is usually a company which generates profit. Every year, you can transfer up to 40,000 pounds into your SaaS common, as long as you make the profit, okay? If you, if you were part of a pension plan in the previous three years, and you haven't made those contributions, you carry forward the last three years, yeah? That means you could, you could make a payment of 120,000 pounds in any given one year. So if you go back to Bernadette's example that I shared over here. Somewhere here. If Bernadette, where's it gone? It was somewhere anyway, somewhere here. If Bernadette's made a hundred, I think it's on the last sheet. If Bernadette's made a hundred thousand pound profit, she's going to use up her capital allowances, remember? On 18%. What she could do is first make the pension contributions and bring her profit down significantly. 
So let's say in the first day Bernadette makes a 100 grand profit and then says, I've started up my SaaS. My SaaS, last three years, I was part of a pension plan, but I haven't made the contributions. I'll make the contributions this year. Unfortunately, Bernadette can't make 120,000 pounds because she's only made a 100 grand profit, but she could make a 100,000 pound contribution into a pension pot, okay, which means she gets tax relief and makes no profit in that year. Everybody with me so far or no? So in simple terms, Carmen, a SAS or pension contributions enable you to move money from your limited company, for example, into your SAS, so this becomes 440. When the money goes in here, no tax to pay by the SAS. When, when your company makes a contribution, they get tax relief at 19% or whatever the tax rate may be. Yep. Can you, can you transfer a SAP to a SAS? Yes. Okay. Like, so you go speak to an IFA, make sure it's worthwhile and it's going to give you uh, a, a, a bigger benefit. Are the bar downs different for pensions when you do retire? No. No, so you can still get the same drawdowns. Same drawdown. So. 55 at the minute, which is increasing to 57, 25% lump sum tax-free. Yeah. Okay, which is there. And then depending on how much you need every single year, you draw down and you may pay tax, depending on how much income you have. Turn it to a SAS sounds more beneficial than having a SAS. It does, because I'm going to cover that for you in a second, how you can do that. Uh, Jordan, and then we'll go, go back to Carmen's example. And then it's fine. Um, and no, you're next. I was just going to say, um, so you've moved your money into this you can't use that as a business expenses in the sense of I need to, you know, monitoring costs need a hotel using that. You can't use it as that. But Not here, you can no. use it for renovating purposes on a property, can't you? I'm going to cover that for you in a second. All right. The 40k limit, is that into individual pensions? Per person, yeah. So up to 40. I've got, so, so at the minute I'm employed, so I pay into my pension through my work. So would that be part of the 40? That's right. Yeah, you, you so want. As a whole. So if, yeah, so if you pay twenty thousand pounds through your employment, you've got twenty grand left. Right. Yeah. Okay. And yep. Also includes some inflation and growth in your pension part too. Oh, does it? Okay. Not for the limit though. For. The NHS pension is is breaching that. For, for your, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 but, but if you're, if you didn't have an, oh, yeah, I get that, yeah, so, if it's growing like that, yeah, you're right, it is, yeah. And yeah, well, so you're linked with that, so I'll come to you a second, Bernard. Here, you have a lifetime limit, and I think from memory, it's one million and eighty thousand pounds, or thereabouts. Okay, so you're going to be mindful as you're growing this, you don't breach that particular limit because then you've got tax consequences uh, depending on how old you are uh, and when you breach it. So, you. Is that for person again? Yes. But it's actually 1.1 unless you. Yeah, it goes up every year. If there's, yes. if there's two of you, you have 2.2 in there? Yeah, yes. Yeah. If there's two of you... 3.6, because we applied for it. If there's two of you... Reduced it. Okay, let's call it 1.1 million. If there's two of you, you've got 2.2. Okay. But what you can do is, and this is getting complicated, this is not investment advice, but just so we're clear, is you can, you can if there's two of you, you can make a contribution of 500,000 pounds in one year into your general fund. Okay, you can also write to HMRC, okay, and make a bigger contribution of two million pounds. 
just got to jump through a few more hoops. So two or more opens up more possibilities in terms of contributions for you. What's the maximum number of people you can have in a SAS? Who said 10? You're close. 11. 11. So you can have to 11 people. So it could be husband, wife, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, children, or whoever you want. Yes? Yeah. You might not want an employee, but you can. <laughs> am, I, am I right that you can leave your SAS to your children? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the good thing about SAS, so you've got money here, you can loan up to 50% of the value. Let's come to your point, Jordan. 50% to one of your companies. Go charge interest and pay back within five years. So you can loan back up to 50%. You can loan the entire funds to another entity. You can own commercial property in this. If you buy commercial property, you can't claim capital allowances. And the reason why you can't claim capital allowances is because the SAS does not pay any tax. So you're using the example over there. We can't write off the capital allowances for tax purposes. Therefore, no capital allowances. Okay. Uh, any rental income you generate, no tax. Uh, if you sell the property, no capital gains tax. You, trans you can have legacy planning and leave the pension to your children and it's uh, tax efficient for inheritance tax purposes. So there's a lot of reasons why this is good from a tax point of view and also from a financial planning point of view. There's two or more of you and you've got quite a bit of money here. Let's just say 2.2 million, okay, over a number of years, including growth. You might never need a bank ever again because you've got your own money there, which you can use to do commercial conversions. You could buy a commercial property, start the conversion, okay, and then and then yeah, you can sell it before it's classified as a residential property. But that, and I was told that we should have made 75000 minimum to start the sale? No, you can start with zero. So I started with zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. What the purpose is, to make the fees viable, yeah. you could have about £75,000 because they're going to be challenging some money. Yeah. But as you're doing commercial conversion and other uh, property strategies, hopefully you'll be able to quickly build it up and start paying in, into yeah. it. And who should you recommend? I work with Kevin Whelan. From Wealth Builders. Anybody that you recommend? Kevin, there you go. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor.